Hello, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful episode of Kill Your Yo-Yo, brought to you by Illinx, the one and only podcast dedicated to yo-yo theory, yo-yo improvisation, and yo-yo performance. My name is Ross Levine, and those are the four things I have to say at the beginning of every episode, despite the amount of a mouthful that it is. Whew! What are we going to be talking about today? Uh, We are going to be talking about why you are the greatest yo-yoer in the world, and why that's that's not an exaggeration at all. Um, It's something that is a fact. You yourself, you, whoever is listening to this, you are the best yo-yoer in the world. Uh, now, the reason that I say that is because um, it, it's, it's not a fact. You can't have that be a fact. It's purely an opinion. Uh, it's based on what you think. Uh, that's sort of the essence of it. The best uh, painter in the world could be, uh, I don't know, Degas. I think that's a painter. I, I don't actually know his work. Uh, I just know that that's a painter's name. Or it could be Da Vinci. Or it could be um, uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. It doesn't matter. Uh, maybe he like paint. He dropped some paint on a on a napkin one day, and someone picked it up, and they went, "Oh, this is a, a Leonardo DiCaprio painting. This must be the greatest one in the world." Because they looked at it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm a big Leonardo DiCaprio fan, so this is the best painting." Because art is ridiculous like this, uh, and you can be like Andy Warhol painting uh, Campbell's soup cans, and that can be the greatest painting in the world. Uh, or you can be uh, Leonardo da Vinci painting um, uh, people's faces with smiles that are bewildering, and people will go, ooh, that is the greatest painting in the world. Uh, <laughs> and so it, it's, all, it's all up to interpretation. And because it's all up to interpretation, we can expand that to mean that you yourself could become the greatest blank in the world no matter what it is, because you decide what that greatest blank is. And in our case, it's yo-yoing. I decided early on that I was the best yo-yoer in the world, or at least that I was going to try to become the greatest yo-yoer in the world. But I was looking at Hiroyuki Suzuki, and I was like, I don't want to do that. That's that's not what I want to do. I'd like to go fast a little bit, but I don't want to uh, wear sunglasses indoors, and I saw a Jensen Kimmett, and I was like, you know, that's kind of cool, but also he he has sort of this uh, aloof character that he uh, was putting on at the time, and I, I didn't really want to do that, uh, and so I was looking at all the different world champions, and I was all the time going, you know, I want to be the best, but I, I don't like any of this, and then one day I saw Poi, and I went, ooh, I like that, I like that a lot, I want I want to incorporate some of that into my in, into my work. And so I did. And so over time, I started to develop what is it? What is it that I want to do? What is it that I see as the greatest yo-yoing in the world? Uh and I started watching uh, a lot of oh like West Peden, he's a juggler. And I went, "Oh, that's really cool. I love what he's doing. That's like that's like juggling, but it's not like any juggling I've ever seen before. And you should look up Wes, W-E-S-P-E-D-E-N, Wes Peden, uh, sponsored by Play Juggling. Look him up on YouTube because he has some amazing juggling video that's unlike any juggling videos you've ever seen. He was a huge inspiration for the melatonin video. Um, so all this time, I was trying to figure out what is it 
that I love about yodeling personally, it's like slacks and swings and, and big motions and, and large movements like Anthony Rojas uh, and, and slacks like Yuki Slack was my favorite trick growing up. Uh, so all that sort of stuff. And I started to, uh, you know, put together my mental model of what the perfect yo-yoer looks like. And then I started to develop what is it that that yo-yoer has, what traits, what tricks, what uh, what style, what's it look like when they step on stage and start yo-yoing? Uh, what's it look like? How do they hold the yo-yo? Uh, what, what style of uh, a collection do they have? Do they have, you know, a bunch of bimetals and stuff that they want to hold on to and make sure that they never get dinged and titaniums and expensive stuff? Or do they have uh, a bunch of yo-yos that are like old and beat up and just sit around uh, and personally, I keep all of my yo-yos, doesn't matter what yo-yo it is, doesn't matter how expensive it was when I bought it, I keep them all in a little plastic tote, uh, like, like a, you know, a shoe, shoe box, basically, a plastic shoe box in my closet, and they all clink together, and that's how I like it, because it, it makes me not take my yo-yos too seriously, and remember that they are just toys. So that was a, a, a part of of my perfect yo-yo or that I don't want to care about the tools. They're just a tool like an artist's paintbrush. Uh, you know, <laughs> artists don't keep their paintbrushes on a pedestal uh, behind a locked case. They keep them sitting next to their easel ready to use whenever they have an idea. So that's how I wanted to approach it. And so all this time, I started to figure out what is the best yo yo what traits do they have? What tricks do they do? I sought out how to make those things happen, and then I practiced those things. So that gets back to um, uh, if you listen to the Aaliyah Tan episode, which also she just posted one of the coolest three tricks I've ever seen. Uh, it's like Koro Koro mixed with Tangler mixed with all kinds of other great stuff. Such a good trick, um, and I recommend you should go look that up. But anyway. Uh, if you listen to her episode of Kill Your Yo-Yo, we talked about intentionality and setting intention. I also talked about this with Chris Chun. It's come up a few different times. And intention is something that you can set and then come back to time and time again. So if you figure out what it is that you want, then you can come back and start to figure out how to get there. Uh, there's also uh, Jimmy Carr. He's a comedian. He's also very smart. Uh, he, uh, he's done some podcasts. He wrote a book also, uh, and you, you could go listen to that, uh, audio book slash read the book book. Uh, and, and in that book, he talks about how in your life, the, the hardest question to answer is what do you want? And after you know that it's all easy. Like if you want to be a millionaire, you just study millionaires and figure out how they did that and then you realize that oh they had to work like a lot all the time and and sacrifice a lot of their time to get all their money but then they have a bunch of money uh, and they're old and have all this money and no time to spend it uh or you could uh if you want to be the greatest painter in the world then you can go to uh France I guess and learn from the great painters uh or go to some art college and and learn that way so if you want to be the greatest yo-yoer in the world Figure out what it is that you need to do to get there, start to do those things, and then do them. But you have to, of course, ask, what 
do, do first of all, do you want to truly be the greatest yo-yo in the world? And then the question becomes, what is that greatest yo-yo in the world? Because as Jimmy Carr said, the hardest thing is figuring out what it is that you want. And it's a really, really, really hard question. But once you know it, the, the answer is easy of, of how to get there. So figure out what it is that you want. Figure out what the best yo-yo in the world means to you and then start to approach it. Now, in the meantime, you can tell yourself that whatever it is that you are doing right now is already the best in the world because you are the only one who is doing your style. That's one more thing, is that you are the only one in the world who has your style. If you've been yo-yoing for, for more than like a year and you're past the basics, then you already have a style. Even if you've just picked up a yo-yo and you throw it a little bit crooked, no one is throwing it crooked just the way that you did right then because you're the because everything's a little bit different the physics is different the string length is different uh the the angle of your hand is a little bit different the force that you used is different and the intention that you had when doing it was different so every little thing that makes up your yo-yoing is a differentiating factor that makes you have a style and that style is yours and no one can take it from you and you are the master of your style as you progress, as you define what your style is, and as you dig deeper into your style, you can start to become the only person who does that, and you will master it. For example, uh, Dagu, I don't know his full username, but he is like the master of finger spins, and I don't know why he doesn't have more followers. He has like 300 followers, and he has for so long, and he's been really good for a really long time. Uh, but check him out on Instagram. He is amazing. He does these finger spins <clears throat> that just are mind-blowing. He does, it's like if you've ever seen ball spinning, It's that's like when you take a basketball and spin it on your finger, but it's really a circus thing that you can have like multiple ones going on your fingers and have one on your nose. Uh, he does tricks that are similar to ball spinning, but with a yo-yo where he like takes it and puts it around his arm with his finger constantly pointing up and then he does it behind his back and then under his leg and then he he grabs the top half of the yo-yo and does a, an upside down dna slash tornado bind and so like he does all this amazing stuff i think he made his own yo-yo to make it even better at finger spinning he is the best at finger spins in the world but so is uh angelo aguirre Aguirre, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Angel Two Up, he's the best at finger spins. He does, he does them differently. He does them with a different intention. He does them to get his his TikTok fans to go, wow, that was cool. I'm gonna leave a like and a comment. And he's the best in the world at that specific way of doing finger spins. It's a different approach. It's a different style of the same trick. And so both of them, in their own right, are the best yo-yoers in the world because no one else is doing their style. I can't do Dagu's style. I can't do Angel 2 Up style. I can go on TikTok and I can try and I'll fail because I'm not him. I don't have his same, uh, his same personality. I don't have all the stuff that makes him who he is. I am not him. I am but Ross. <laughs> and, and, and I only have what I am able to do. And so with that, I am my own best yo-yoer in the world because I know what I want to be doing. I've set my intentions of where I want to be going. And part of that is making this podcast. And part of that is putting the tricks that I do on Instagram. And part of that 
is, is studying what I can. Now, this isn't just me who's saying this. Recently, I listened to a episode of um, Discourse in Magic, which is an excellent podcast made by Jonah Babbins, who's an awesome comedy magician in Canada. And he's been doing that podcast for like a lot of years now. He's interviewed some amazing magicians. One of them is Bizarro. Bizarro is an awesome Las Vegas magician. Uh, I think his show is called like Late Night Magic or something like that in Las Vegas. Um, so go check him out. You can also look up his website. Uh, it's, it's like bizarro.ninja or something like that. He has some crazy website name, but if you look him up, he has some videos of himself performing. Watch the duct tape one. That's a really good routine. It, it's kind of shows the style that he has. Um, but he is an awesome magician. Recently he was on Jonah Babbins podcast, Discourse and Magic, and they talked. One of the things that he said that stuck out to me was that he is his own favorite magician. And he doesn't say that as like a, like he kind of says it jokingly, or at least he did at first. He was like, when people would ask him, who's your favorite magician? He'd go, oh, I'm my own favorite magician. But then over time, he started to realize, no, if you want, if you want to do anything, you have to be your favorite. Because why else would you be doing it? <clears throat> if you aren't your favorite, then, then, then what's the point? Like, why even get better? Because, you know, if you have a favorite musician, you expect them to get better over time and to make new stuff and to, and, and you love watching it when they make new stuff. If a new album comes out by your favorite musician, there's an excitement there. And the same can be true of yourself and your yo-yoing or if you're bizarro or your magic. Um, so you having that, that love for yourself is, is really important because then you get excited just by the fact that you've made a new trick. Like when Aaliyah posted her, uh, her trick, she, she said, uh, something about, I don't mean to brag, but this is probably the best three trick that you've ever seen. And I loved that because it's true. It, it was a really, really good trick. And that proves to me that she was excited that she had come up with that, that she thought about what she wanted, made a trick that did that and got to post it and got it on film. And, 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 and so like she was clearly in that moment, her favorite yo-yoer because she was making the trick that she wanted to make to her style, uh, to her taste. Uh, and so with that, she became her favorite yo-yoer. And as long as you are your favorite yo-yoer, you are the best in the world to your standards, <laughs> to whatever your standards are. So go ahead, set your standards, set your intentions of what the greatest yo-yoer in the world means, and then become that greatest yo-yoer in the world. That is all that I have for you guys today. Just a nice little short little snippet of an episode. I have an awesome guest coming on next uh, episode. All that I'll tell you is that his name was mentioned in this episode. And in the meantime, save up your pennies because in, uh, in like t oh, 10 days, nine days, the melatonin is going to be dropping and I want that thing to sell out. And the other thing is please, please, please subscribe to this podcast please, please tell your friends about it because I want this to be the biggest yo-yo podcast in the world and the best yo-yo podcast in the world. I have set my intentions and I have set my sights really, really high. So 
Let's see if we can at least land among the stars. Share this podcast, like this podcast, comment on this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, uh, make this your profile page, put it in your LinkedIn bio, uh, do whatever you can to help this grow because I need more guests. I want to have more conversations. I want to learn the depths of yo-yoing and I want you to come along for the ride. So thank you so much for listening. And it is an honor to have you, the greatest yo-yo in the world, listening to my episode. I'll see you next week with um, Redacted. (laughs) Later.